You're about to listen to a message from the LifePoint Church, a warm and friendly home for the young at heart. Amen. Amen. Um, thank you very much, Damilari, for that beautiful song. Can everyone hear me? I hope so. Yep, we can hear you. Okay, fantastic. Yes, we can hear you very clearly. All right. Okay, um, I'm just going to share my screen. Uh, but my name is Tolu Adelo, and I'm one of the pastors here at LifePoint Church. I would like to welcome everyone to this service. And uh, I'm just going to be sharing a few words of encouragement as we proceed further. Uh, just one more question. Can you guys see my screen? Is there, we can see your screen. Yes, Excellent. we can. Yes, sir. We can see it. Thank you very much. So I'm going to be talking about managing transitions. Um, and I feel, you know, as we are easing away from this lockdown and obviously people have started going back to work, people have started going back to day-to-day um, -day activities or week-to-week -week activities, it's almost, you can almost be uh, deceived that we are, left, you know, um, a transition period and we're in the new normal. Um, one of the new phrases for this pandemic is what, what we are saying, the new normal. And really, what is the new normal? Is it wearing masks from now on till Jesus comes? Or is it remote working? Is it that we're going to be in a recession for a while? Is it about job losses? Or is it a technology goldmine everyone is saying and everyone, everything is going to be all tech and digital and you know everything else is everything analog is going to die um i guess the reality is you know we are not exactly at the new normal yet uh we, we are not exactly out of that transition period yet um anyone who has gone to work this week or has been out outside this past week would have realized that yes we're trying to get back to normal activities but there is still something that makes you feel like we are not quite there yet we, we are not quite uh we haven't exactly reached the point where we can say we are in the new normal right and so we are in the transition phase we are almost like on the train where the destination is not clear right the, the, the world has found itself on this train and we know we're going to stop at a destination but it's not clear right uh, I mean, I know some are hoping that the train just takes us back to how things were before, you know, and I know some people have been enjoying this whole lockdown and just hope that we just stay like this forever, you know, and just enjoy life and just walk from home, you know, every day from now on. But, you know, many of us are really anxious about where is this train going to take us? Where, you know, where do we drop off and what is it going to look like? Uh, you know, we, we, we know that Noah, when he was in the ark, would have been having this sort of conversations in his mind and with his family, like, what is the world going to look like after this, right? And so fear and anxiety is to be expected, right? Uh, it's expected because we know we have to let go of the familiar, right? And we sort of question what the future means. You know, when we define what a transition is, it's really a, a period of changing from one state to another. You know, so the state that we know is the familiar, but the other or to the other state is what we don't know, right? And that is what everyone is calling the new normal. Um, 
most times a transition is precip precipitated by a loss. So a loss of a job, you know, puts you in this period where, you know, you've sort of lost what you know, almost like your identity and, you know, trying to figure things out. A loss of a loved one, you know, if you move cities, move home or move to another country, for example, you know, that loss and that period after that loss, you know, is usually a period of transition. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's interesting that in this period, uh, we just sort of found ourselves in this transition, right? So uh, we're, we're still not quite sure what we have lost, to be honest. And, um, and we're still not sure where we're going. Uh, but, you know, either way, you know, it's always good to go back into the Bible to sort of see how do we manage, manage this transition. We know that something is changing. Uh, we know that something is happening, uh, but we are not quite there yet. And Joshua, you know, he's, um, he's a very good example uh, from the Bible. And uh, I'll just read Joshua 1 verses 1 to 9. So I'm reading Joshua 1 verses 1 to 9. After the death of Moses, the servant of the Lord, it came to pass that the Lord spoke to Joshua, the son of Nun, Moses' assistant, saying, Moses, my servant, is dead. Now, therefore, arise, go over this Jordan, you and all these people, to the land which I am giving to them, the children of Israel. Every place that the sole of your foot will tread upon, I have given you, as I said to Moses. From the wilderness and this Lebanon, as far as the great river, the river Euphrates, and all the land of the Hittites and to the great sea toward the going down of the sun shall be your territory. No man shall be able to stand before you all the days of your life. As I was with Moses, so I will be with you. I will not leave you nor forsake you. Be strong and of good courage. For to these people you shall divide as an inheritance the land which I swore to their fathers to give them. Only be strong and very courageous that you may observe to do according to all the law which Moses, my servant, commanded you. Do not turn from it to the right hand or to the left that you may prosper wherever you go. This book of the law shall not depart from your mouth but you shall meditate in it day and night that you may observe to do according to all that is written in it. For then you will make your way prosperous and then you will have good success. Have I not commanded you? Be strong and of good courage. Do not be afraid, nor be dismayed. For the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. Hallelujah. So there's, Joshua is at a point, I mean, we all know, I mean, we are sort of picking up from Joshua's story from where Moses has died. And the whole camp of Israel is in a transition period. Joshua himself is in a transition period. The government they've known for the last 40 years, or the governor they've known for the last 40 years has passed. They are the point where they're going to the promised land. And so they're in this place where I'll call a transition. They are not exactly at the new normal, 
and their old normal has gone because Moses is dead. And God gives Joshua specific instructions and specific guidelines on how to manage this transition. And so what can we learn from God's instruction to Joshua during this transition? And it is some, uh, these lessons we can learn are lessons I hope that we also can imbibe, you know, in our daily lives as we navigate, you know, this transition period the world is in and this transition period we find ourselves in. One of the first lessons and one of the things I love about this verse is that life has to go on. Life must go on. You know, so I like the way God just tells Joshua, Moses, my servant, is dead, which means I acknowledge the past and I acknowledge it's gone. But you see, the next thing that God says is, is, is an action. He says, now, therefore, arise and go over this Jordan. Almost saying, yes, Moses, my servant, is dead, but I, God, I am still alive. And so the fact that I am still alive means I am still working and I still have plans. And for that, we need to continue moving. Right? So the Bible tells us that God tells Joshua, therefore, arise, go over this Jordan, you and all these people, to the land which I am giving to them, the children of Israel. So what we learn from this is that Joshua doesn't necessarily have that time to first of all mourn and doesn't have that time to sort of sit down and reflect and start to think, and how are we going to do this? What is next? Because God is saying this is not a time to coast. Yes, we're in a transition period, but this is not a time to coast. Decisions still need to be made. Planning must continue. Work must go on. And for those of us who have gone back to work in this past week, it's pretty clear that work has to go on. It might not be the way we want it to happen, and we might not be exactly sure even if our company is going to survive this, but life must go on. And the reality is God's plan for us is not on lockdown. God's plan for us is continual, and it requires us to continually move towards that plan. And so one of the first lessons I want to bring out today and I want to charge us with is, yes, we've had that period of lockdown, and yes, we are still in a period, period of transition, but life must, and life must still go on. The second lesson is about voids. In a transition period, there, there, are, there will always be voids to fill. So after the death of Moses, you know, God realizes that there's now a void and God immediately finds someone to fill that void. You know, God tells uh, Joshua that, look, I want you to arise and take all these people, almost saying, now that Moses is dead, I want you to take his place and immediately continue the work that, they, that, that was going on. So one of the things about transitions is that it brings voids. So for someone who loses a job, who loses a loved one, there's always that void. And it is, what do we fill that void with? In many instances, people try and use physical things to fill that void. Maybe drinking, maybe drugs, maybe food, chocolate, whatever. But the reality is the voids need to be filled. 
And this is almost a time for the children of God to stand up and say, look, there are voids that I can see in this transition and I would love to fill those voids. And so for us, you know, it is not for us to go back to work, sort of going back into the same routine, because the reality is there are now new voids to fill as we're in this transition. And even if those voids are not immediately obvious, one of the things about going back to work is that we know for certain that some companies are going to start shedding staff. They are going to start, you know, letting employees go. But those employees, those employees leaving, you know, uh, means that there's going to be void. This is a time for the children of God to go back to go to their managers or to go to their um, clients and say, look, I understand that this, has, this is something you've lost now, but this is something I would like you to feel in addition to what I'm already doing. And it doesn't even matter if you're an expert, because to be honest, anyone that comes to present themselves as a volunteer to do something, I'm not, I don't really care if you're an expert in it now, because there's a void, it's better than nothing. But this is a time of promotion, right? I think this is a time for the children of God to see this void as, as a way to promote themselves. When David goes to Saul, he realizes that no soldier can come up to fight Goliath. And he says, look, I understand that there's a void here, but let me fill that void for now. And yes, everyone could see that this was just a boy talking. But at the end of the day, sending one person out there was better than not sending anyone at all. So for anyone who sort of understands this season, it's really a time to start thinking how this is a time for almost natural promotion just because you want to step up. You want to put your hand up and say, look, I've noticed there's a void here. I noticed this person had to leave our office or you had to let this person go. Let me take on this other role, you know, even with the role I'm doing. And you will see that natural promotion comes, you know, in this season just because we are finding the voids to fail. And that is what happened to Joshua who automatically, automatically gets promoted because he fills the void that Moses left behind. Next lesson, um, lesson three, is to focus on next steps. Uh, one of the things this um, lockdown period has done is that we've had quite a few people who are trying to tell us what the new normal is, right? What is going to happen in the new normal? You know, this is what life is going to be like. This is what jobs are going to be relevant. And the reality is that we do not know. You know, on, except God reveals it to us, let's be, let's, be, let, let's be truthful to ourselves. We do not know what the new normal is going to be. You know, when Moses sends, you know, a band of men to go and check out the promised land, you know, this set of guys come back and say, look, some say, look, this is the best land ever. Some say we need to go to this land. And, we, you know, the, the, the land is good. It's full of milk and honey. I'm almost saying the future is bright. You know, this, this is what I see in the future. This is what I see in our new normal. And then some other guys come and say, no, 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 no. What I see is a place of bloodshed, a place where they're just going to kill us like chickens. And so the reality is no one could tell exactly or no one could agree exactly what the new normal was going to be. And so we're in that sort of scenario where no one exactly knows what the new normal is going to be. However, when God gives Joshua the instruction, it's almost a, this is the next step you must take. And so for us, we understand that we are going to get to the new normal. We could sit down and try and predict what the new normal is and start trying to 
rearrange ourselves there. But the example that Joshua gives and the example God gives us from this verse is that we need to focus on the next step. And God tells Joshua that, look, arise and go over this Jordan, which means now all I need you to do is to pack everybody and let's cross the river to the promised land. Let's focus on that for now. You see, the, the, the world is looking for leaders, right, to help us take that next step, right? And this is where the children of God, like me and you, should be able to put our hands up and say, look, I'm not sure exactly where this is all going to end up. However, I know that the next step for us as an organization or the next step for us as a family or the next step for us as a team or the next step for us as a business is to navigate this murky water as we call this transition period. And so Joshua does not necessarily know how he's going to get the children over Jordan. However, you know, he listens to God and he says, and, you know, when we read in verse 10, it tells his, um, his, almost, uh, his uh, lieutenants that, look, go and gather all the men and say, in three days we are heading to the Jordan and we're going to cross it. So leaders in this, you know, the leaders that we need in this period, the leaders that you can be, you know, the leaders that the children of God can be in this season, is to help people take the next step towards the new normal. Not necessarily just take us directly to the new normal, new normal, but take us the next step. What are the next steps for your organization in this period? What are the next steps for your business in this period? The reality is the opportunities that we are looking for are actually in these next steps, these next immediate steps. And so the world is looking for people like you and I as children of God, so just stand up to be leaders, not because we are qualified, but because we know the exact next step to take. And we're just going to say, look, let's take it. We don't know how we're even going to execute that next step. Because when, when, when Joshua is telling the, the, his lieutenants to get the children of Israel together, he still doesn't know how they're going to cross the Jordan. But he has faith in God that they will, they, they will cross the Jordan. So the fourth lesson um, is to be strong and courageous. You know, God tells Joshua that be strong and of good courage. For to these people you shall divide as an inheritance the land which I swore to their fathers to give them. One of the things about um, transition period is just the uncertainty that, 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 you know, that period brings. We just don't know exactly what is going to happen. And in, the, in a transition like this that the world is in, we, we really don't know exactly where we're going to end up. Yes, there have been pandemics before, but, you know, this is, this is different because, you know, we have more technology. We have more people that are connected. We have a better healthcare system, and yet this pandemic is happening. And so, you know, it's, it's a bit different in the sense that there, there are still no templates by which for us to know that we're making the right decision. And so it takes a lot of boldness to continue planning and making those decisions. You know, the, one of the first things I said was, or one of the first lessons was that life must go on and we must continue making decisions, even in that uncertainty. But the reality is it takes boldness to make decisions because we don't know if it, if it will be right or wrong. It takes boldness to step up and say, look, I want to fill the void that I can clearly see in this organization. 
I want to fill the void that I can clearly see in, 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 in my client's business or in my family or in church or something. When you see that void, you can clearly see it and you want to take, you want to take that step up and fill it. It even takes boldness to let go of the old normal because most people want everything to go back to the way it was because that is what is familiar and that is what we know. And maybe things go back to the way it was, maybe they don't. But the reality is it takes boldness to let go of the old normal and start to look into the future. And so this is not the time to sort of just let's see how things pan out and figure, out, figure it out when we get to the other side. This is the time to be bold. This is the time, you know, God is asking us, this is the time to, to be bold, to raise our hands, and this is the time for us to step up. Lesson five. So God, you know, um, interestingly, God knows the future, right? But then God decides to reveal it as and when needed. And so when God is talking to Joshua, yeah, he's not telling him, this is what you're going to meet in the future. God is telling Joshua, this is what you should go and do because I promised you guys this land. But then God gives instructions. He says, look, <clears throat> observe to do according to all the law which Moses, my servant, commanded you. Do not turn from it to the right hand or to the left, that you may prosper wherever you go. This book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate in it day and night, that you may observe to do according to all that is written in it. For then you will make your way prosperous, and then you will have good success. This verse says, look, whatever happens, that I'm going to give you a guideline to be successful. So, you know, I've said these things like, you know, life must go on. Let's make decisions. But the reality is, if we don't know if those decisions are going to be correct or not, we might almost be fearful and not make those decisions. But God is saying, look, meditate on my word. You know, just meditate on it day and night. For then you will make your way prosperous and then you will have good success. In fact, there's a passage that says you will prosper wherever you go, which means even if you don't get to that promised land, if you go somewhere else, you will still prosper. So God is giving us a guidance in this, in this transition period that, yes, while you might not know where the, what the future is, God says, I can make you successful wherever you go, but please meditate on the word. There's a part in the Bible that says, those who know that God will be strong and do exploit. You know, knowing means, you know, having knowledge of God, you know, just meditating on the word and knowing more about God. That is what will give us the strength, you know, to raise up our hands. And, you know, that is what will give us the strength to do exploits in this season. So the lesson here is, you know, we need to make the word of God our role and we will do well. And so this is not a time, I mean, I know we've probably said it before, and I have said it quite a few times, this is a time to spend time on the world. But for those who are not trying to predict the future, but just want to listen to God. This is the time to meditate on his word because God is saying, meditate on it, don't worry. Because when you meditate on it and you observe to do as it is, then I will make your way prosperous. 
And so the final lesson, once again, and it's interesting that verse 6 talks about being strong and courageous. In fact, from verse 9, God says again, have I not commanded you? In fact, now it's a command. Be strong and be of good courage. Do not be afraid. Do not be dismayed. For the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. And I just wanted to reiterate this point. Being strong and courageous is not about not feeling fair. I guess, I guess it's important to know that. It's not about not feeling fair. But it's about trusting in God and saying, God, even in this transition, as I read your word, I know you give me instructions for the next step, and I'll take that next step. But it is also very interesting that God kept saying, be strong and courageous to Joshua. For if we look back a few chapters, when the Amalekites were about to attack the Israelites, Moses called on Joshua and said, take some men and go and fight the Amalekites. So we know for certain that Joshua was not lacking in courage. But there is something that God must have meant by continually drilling down on this point and even getting, getting it to a point that says, look, even if you are not going to follow that guideline, what I am saying is now is a command. Be strong and be of good courage. I think it's almost telling Joshua that, look, what has brought you here, you know, being your courageous, is not exactly what is going to take you to where you need to go. And also, it's almost like you may not feel like you're the most qualified, but I still need you to be strong and courageous because I need you to take on this mantle of leadership and move the people of Israel to the promised land. So, uh, okay, so that's the, <laughs> so my, my, slide just, my slide just ended. Um, but overall, I think that's the end of the, of, of, of my message today. And it's just really about managing transitions. And as we just reflect on some of the things, you know, God has um, led me to share today, I just, want us to, I just want to pray very quickly for us um, and just let us reflect and pray. I want us to just spend a few minutes just asking God what he really wants us to do as the next step in this, in, the, in this period. I want us to just ask God, what is it that, which are the voids you want me to fill? Which are the open voids, the obvious voids, either in my church, in my family, in my community? Which are the obvi obvious voids you want me to fill? And I want us to pray for strength because we, we, are, we are going to make certain decisions in this period. And to be honest, we don't know whether they're the right decisions, but we need strength to make that decision. I want us to pray for strength. In Jesus' name we've prayed. And so, Father Lord, we just thank you for this time to share. We ask, oh Lord, that you just give us wisdom in this, in this period. We ask that you give us instructions. We ask you show us the opportunities, the voids you would, you would have us to fail. We ask, O oh Lord, that you give us the strength to make decisions, even in this period, the strength to start.
stand up to raise our hands, even in this period. And we ask that you bless and guide our minds as to make these decisions. We ask you keep each and every one of us as we go out and just lead us in the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Thank you for listening to a message from the LifePoint Church. To download more free messages, please visit www.soundcloud.com forward slash LifePointNG.